Hello and welcome to another episode of Endurance Minded. It's the podcast that looks at the psychological components of endurance sports and how they impact performance. As always, I'm your host, Taylor Thomas, founder and coach at TEC. And today I want to do another mini-sode based on um, your questions and comments as well as conversations um, that I've been having uh, with athletes that I have speak with uh, as well as uh, our coaching team and uh, it's one that I'm excited about and I think it's really important because it can oftentimes um, get in the way of what we're trying to accomplish. And, <clears throat> and what I want to talk about is is how we can prepare to be flexible or more specifically how we can infuse flexibility into a training plan that by design is relatively rigid. Um, and... So I'll dive in a little deeper, but again, this is based on some of the questions uh, that we've gotten from uh, from listeners and then some recent conversations uh, that I've been having with athletes about um, both in, uh, in relation to what's going on currently um, with um, race cancellations and group restrictions um, and how the season doesn't look um, necessarily, or doesn't look at all like what we thought it was going to look like. Um, but also truthfully in, in relation to, to normal training, this is, uh, this is a topic that I think is, is applicable, um, all the time. Um, even when we get back to normal circumstances. And so, uh, I want to talk about it now, um, because it's, uh, it's in context to a lot of stuff that athletes, uh, are, are dealing with, but there's also, um, uh, plenty of ways to apply this to uh, to our training and our lives and our expectations about our growth and development as athletes um, as as things uh, return to normal. So, uh, oftentimes we feel like uh, as athletes that training and and flexibility or fluidity um, in our training approach that those things are. Are juxtaposed to one another that that they are in um, in opposition. So we have a, a training plan that's designed to be um, very individualized, very detailed. Um, most times, fairly regimented because we want to maintain a certain uh, a certain consistency uh, over time. We want to maintain an appropriate uh, periodization uh, progression of training load and training stress. Um, so all of these things lend themselves to um, to uh, a, f- a fairly regimented schedule, uh, and, and as athletes, m- almost all of us are are used to that. We have a training plan laid out for the week. We have days that are going to be best for certain types of workouts, um, and days that are best for rest. Um, and we follow that training plan um, either as a self coached athlete or with the guidance uh, of a coach. Um, but the question really is when and how do we infuse uh, flexibility into that? And then more importantly, when and, and how and why is, is that important? Why is it important to have flexibility um, in a plan? Um, so, you know, this takes us to kind of the old adage, which is failing to plan is planning to fail, right? And a lot of um, a lot of athletes, a lot of coaches will lean on that um, 
on that saying or that adage. And and don't get me wrong, I believe fully in having uh, a well thought out um, uh, plan and one that's um, that's that's hyper individualized and very very tailored to the athlete. And and I believe uh, very very strongly in consistency uh, and and showing up and executing efforts when it's time. Um, but in that belief, or because of that belief, that's what really brings me to to talk about these things is that how do we navigate or how do we, again, infuse the idea of fluidity into something that by nature uh, is and, and, and in, in a lot of ways has to be um, fairly regimented. Um, so flexibility, adaptability, resiliency, they don't have to act in opposition uh, of a plan, so we can still um, we can still plan, uh, and we can still get away from, or we can still keep this uh, failing to plan is planning to fail concept in mind, while also thinking about how we navigate um, and how we infuse skill sets of adaptability, resiliency, um, flexibility uh, into. Uh, into our training. And the reason that I think these things are important, uh, and these are, of course, you know, much more nuanced skills and much harder to, to track uh, than, than fitness. But the reason uh, that I think it's, it's a valuable skill is that we see it happen so many times with, with athletes that when things uh, don't go according to planned, um, that that the wheels can come off, right? So there can be um, mental and emotional setbacks with that, right? We can get down on ourselves. We can, um, you know, start to worry if our training is going to be derailed, derailed if uh, we can start to worry that uh, we're not going to reach our goals. And this can often happen or, or, or does often happen in the, in the span of a workout or two, right? Or, or maybe a week, something doesn't go as planned. A route doesn't go as planned. A group ride doesn't go as planned, a solo run, whatever it is. <clears throat> and, and we start to go into this, this kind of black, uh, black hole. And we start to spiral into this, um, sea of, of negative thoughts. And so it's really important to, to strike a balance, um, that works for each individual, but a balance that allows that that focuses on uh, consistency and focuses on execution, but also gives value or places value on these um, again skills like resiliency, uh, adaptability, uh, flexibility. Um, certainly, much uh, more soft skills or nuanced skills than um, you know bike handling or running form. Um, or just tracking fitness, but we see that happen so much. And the reason I think it's important is because if we don't think about how we develop those skills, inevitably, when these things happen, then a week doesn't go as planned, a race doesn't go as planned, uh, a group activity doesn't go as planned, our body doesn't perform like we thought it was going to, um, or expected it to, we have to be able to navigate that in a way where we can sidestep these, these negative thoughts, these kind of emotional sinkholes and get around that and move on 
to what's next and set our sights on, on what's to come. Um, so, you know, again, many athletes <clears throat> will implode or kind of break down when things don't go as planned. And really this is, it's about expectations, right? So, so at the onset of a block of training, at the onset of, uh, of a new week, as athletes, we look forward and we set expectations, whether they're, um, whether they're quiet expectations, ones that we keep to ourselves, or whether we communicate those with the team around us, um, we set expectations for how we think that week is going to go. And this, this filters into, you know, every aspect of our life that we, we think about, you know, expectations for how we're going to handle nutrition, how we're going to handle recovery, how we're going to handle uh, or execute our workouts. Um, we have expectations that are infused into every aspect uh, of our lives. And, and, and then again, specifically to this conversation, infused into what that training is going to look uh, and feel like. And so in through the process of setting those expectations, again, my, oftentimes we do it um, – you know, unconsciously, we, we, we look forward to a training plan and we don't even necessarily verbalize or think about what we, um, expect to happen, but we have expectations and in setting those expectations and setting that intention for a particular time period, again, whether that's a singular workout or a block of training, um, or, or a time period during the day or, or whatever, um, in setting those expectations, if we set them in a way that's too rigid, that's when things can start to uh, unravel if and when things don't go as planned. Um, so if we talk about it in relation to a week of training and showing up consistently for a workout, an example might be that uh, that work gets in the way one day, uh, right? So we have a workout plan for a particular day. We've set expectations around that workout, and then lo and behold, life happens. Well, we need to be able to quickly navigate what that now looks like and how to contextualize both the training and the changes to that training in relation to our new reality, right? The reality now is that given our workload, our responsibilities uh, that are present elsewhere in our life, we're not going to be able to show up and execute that workout what does that mean for 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 that day and for the rest of the week? How do we divert our attention? Um, so a good example, so a bad example would be that we we then let that that change um, uh, impact the rest of our week, right? So that that negativity overflows into the next day where we feel like we can't get ahead. We missed a workout. We're not going to be able to execute uh, in a way that's that's appropriate or expected, uh, either from ourselves, the expectations we set for ourselves, or the expectations that we think that um, somebody like a coach has set for us, um, and and that spills over into the rest of the week, and we miss we miss subsequent workouts because of that. Um, a good way to handle that, or or I should say, a better way to handle it. There's no good or bad, but a more successful. Um, way to handle that could be that um, we we have to work late, we miss a workout, or we had to go to work early, whatever your schedule is for your sessions, and we miss the workout, how do we handle that day? Well, we say, okay, you know what? I had a stressful day. Mentally, it's been taxing. I've had a, you know, there's been a, a, an increase in workload. 
I didn't get to spend as much time with friends and family that I wanted to. Um, mentally, I'm, I'm feeling pretty worn out. Let me take the rest of the day, recoup, reset, and recenter. Um, and let me spend some time with the people, you know, my support network, again, friends and family. Uh, let me focus on recovery. Let me get a good night's sleep. Uh, and then let me try to wake up tomorrow and tackle a new day successfully. And maybe that means that we, um, we shift that workout forward um, or you just move on, right? Put that behind you. One session, two sessions, you know, five sessions, it, it's not make or break. Um, and, and getting that out of our heads is, is, is an important part of that, that fluidity and that expectation piece. Um, when it comes to, uh, to big goals, um, so, so, you know, in a, in a race scenario or just in a big, a big workout, uh, something we've put a lot of weight on. Uh, and a lot of emotional investment in fluidity, adjustability, resiliency, um, massively important, right? When things don't go as planned, what happens, right? How do we handle that? And how do we take it in stride really quickly, right? So if we're in a race day setting, if we're in a a challenging group activity, um, uh, or in the middle of a big workout, um, we need to be able to respond very, very quickly, right? We need to be able to be able to adapt and adjust in a way that sets us on the right course to, to finish. Um, and so in, in a real time scenario, it's, it's even more important that we develop these skills. Um, and so, you know, that might be something like, uh, during a big workout or a race, um, nutrition, uh, the nutrition plan doesn't go uh, like we thought. So things aren't feeling great. There's maybe dehydration. There's GI issues. Um, we had certainly, you know, expected that things were going to go well, but they haven't due to any number of variables. Um, how do we adjust and adapt? And then how do we quickly sidestep the inevitable kind of mental fallout that comes from not feeling as good as we thought we were going to? Um, how do we adapt and adjust? Um, same thing. If the body's not performing like we thought it was going to, um, so you just don't have the legs that day. Um, cardiovascularly, you're feeling like you do, you're not able to push. Um, muscularly, whatever it is, the body very very complex, and inevitably things just don't go as planned. Um, some days you show up with great expectations. Uh, and, and the best intentions and, and the body doesn't cooperate. How do we get around that? How do we still put forth a quality effort? Um, but, but realize that it's not going to look like what we thought it was going to look like. It's important to make sure that we are prepared for those scenarios because they're going to happen, uh, eventually. Um, again, you know, training, adaptation. Um, all of these things are very complex. And if we layer in the mental emotional aspects and what we have to juggle on any given day as athletes, there's a lot going on there. Um, so how do we, um, how do we train in such a way again, where we're able to infuse and train to be adaptable because we know it's going to happen, but also, not give in to that too much to make sure that we have the consistency 
uh, there that we need to, to, to push us to reach our full potential. So um, hopefully those examples help to kind of highlight why it's important to, to train with this idea um, or infuse this idea of, of, uh, of adaptability um, and flexibility into, uh, into our uh, process because inevitably it's going to happen. We're going to have to adjust on the fly and we need to know how best for us to respond when those things happen. Um, so, you know, building adaptability, I think, is just as important as building uh, or working to build fitness, right? Because there's there's no straight line to reaching our full potential. It's fraught with uh, with highs and lows and peaks and valleys and and you know great seasons and and not so great seasons and you know great workouts and and horrible workouts and everything in between. And so if we're just chasing pure fitness, that's where those expectations um, can get in the way, right? Because we expect that there's going to be nothing between us and and reaching our full potential. Now, you know, we might know that, of course, there's going to be peaks and valleys. But again, it's about our mindset and about shifting to train with that uh, adaptability in mind um, and knowing what's going to happen is if we do that, we're able to get the most out of ourselves when things don't go as planned. Because what often happens, and I, I know we've, we've all been here, um, is that something doesn't go as planned and, you know, we, we give up and, and go home, right? We, you, you, you shut the workout down. Um, you, you know, cut the workout short. Um, you, you know, soft pedal or walk home, uh, whatever it is and whatever that's looked like, that's, that's what it feels like in practice to, to be derailed by those expectations and not have that fluidity, um, factored in. Of course, the other option is that we adapt on the fly and we get the most out of ourselves in that moment for, or based on what we're dealing with, um, in, in that scenario. Um, and that's always going to be a much more productive and much more successful way to go about, um, our, our training. Um, so I want to challenge you to work to infuse opportunities to refine, uh, or develop. So maybe you have some of this already and, and it just needs some refining, or maybe it's something that you haven't worked on, uh, haven't thought about, um, which is fine. Um, so maybe it, it needs to either be refined or developed. Um, I want to challenge you to do that with these skills. So again, we can call it, you know, and, and we, we, we probably want to think about it, it, it through all three terms or, or lenses, the idea of flexibility, um, adaptability, and then resiliency right? So how can we be flexible in our approach? A lot of times that just means schedule adjustments. That just means rolling with the punches, going with the flow as it relates to integrating training and our expectations around that training into our lives. Uh, The adaptability comes with um, typically, I would say that applies to kind of in during activity uh, or, or in workout moments when Things are not going as planned. Either our body's giving us some feedback, 
we didn't expect. Um, we're not, you know, uh, stacking up against the field like we thought we would. We're feeling um, like things are harder than we expected. How do we adapt? And then the resiliency piece is is how do we overcome that, right? So once we've adapted, that resiliency is is the other side. Um, and how do we train to be resilient so that we can adapt and overcome and move forward and quickly set our expectations and our intentions towards something uh, altogether different, right? So different than when we started. Um, so I challenge you to to think about, or I want to challenge you to think about how you can do those things. And I'll give you a few uh, examples of how to do that. And, and um, it's, it's really easy if we, if we, if we think about this as a, as an important aspect of, um, of our training, it doesn't take, it, it has a tendency to creep in and kind of work its magic, um, and be part of our thinking without too much extra effort. So in practice, um, one example would be doing a long route, so a bike ride or a run, uh, typically, um, without, um, without a set route. So you leave your house and you just go and you explore, all right? So maybe that's, um, could be anything, right? Very, very open-ended. And what that's going to force you to do potentially is it's going to force you to adapt. It's going to force you to to adapt and be flexible to the terrain, to how you're feeling, to um, to your nutrition strategies. Does it take you longer to do um, a particular kind of route that you have in mind than you thought? Um, so that's a great way to to just kind of take away some of those parameters um, and. And just go out and do a thing and respond to the feedback that you're getting, whether that's feedback from your body, um, whether that's feedback from the terrain, from the environment, from um, you know weather conditions, whatever it is, that's a good way to work uh, or one good way to work, uh, work on those things. Another one that I like is, uh, is to do workouts based on RPE or rate of perceived exertion. So tapping into those cues that our body gives us and, and the reason that that I like RPE workouts in certain doses is that it allows us to, it, it what forces us to kind of separate those expectations from, from reality, right? We might think that we're going to uh, maintain a certain power or we're going to be able to, um, you know, push hard on a certain climb. But when we base it on, on RPE, we're forced to respond to feedback in real time. So there's a, there's an inherent adaptability built into to RPE workouts when we allow ourselves to disconnect from those metrics um, and respond and adapt based on how we're feeling. And those are that's an extremely valuable skill as it relates to race day execution, being able to pair um, – what we see from a training perspective, what we've seen from a metrics perspective, um, and being able to to layer that into um, to our uh, perception of of the effort, and so knowing how to kind of uh, rectify those two things in real time uh, is a really really valuable skill. Um, another one that I really like and I think works really well, especially during this time period when we don't have the pressure of 
of races um, is to to purposefully factor in or, or write in in a training plan um, flexible days where the intent and the intention is that um, you listen to your body on that day, right? So you wake up, it's a Wednesday, um, and what is it, what is it, what feels right, right? And that's a, that's a really kind of nuanced concept. We, as athletes, we really like to have something on a training plan. We like to see what's there, have a target, set expectations, execute, rinse and repeat. Um, allowing for that flexibility really kind of forces that, that skill of adaptation and flexibility and, and also again, similar to kind of the RPE workouts, making that link between what our body's telling us, those cues, like mentally, uh, emotionally and physically, um, and then being able to respond to those in real time. So you wake up Wednesday morning, feel like going for a bike ride that feels right great get on the bike and then what's the intensity then what feels right in that what's the duration same thing with the run um strength session rest day uh yoga uh pilates anything right um open-endedness that allows for um kind of adaptability so just to recap um to integrate these and kind of infuse these skill sets into your training. Uh, three uh, good approaches. These are not the only approaches, but three that, that I've seen t- uh, to be effective. Um, going out for long workouts without a particular <clears throat> planned route. Uh, workouts based on RPE, again, rate of perceived exertion. And uh, flexible days that are built into the schedule. So they're actually listed on a training plan. Um, there's a lot of ways to, to, you know, quantify that and what that looks like can be up to the athlete or the coach, but having that day that's built in, uh, when it makes sense for the athlete, um, having that day that's built in or days that allow for, for flexibility, um, I think can be, can be really effective. So, um, again, the, the goal, with this mini sode was to try or to hopefully outline why this idea uh, of flexibility, adaptability, and resiliency um, or fluidity um, is important um, and, and how it manifests itself when it is or isn't present uh, in our training. Um, and then to hopefully give you some tools to be able to integrate that uh, into your training and, and link that to, um, to, to the execution of big workouts and and big races. So again, it's a, it's a skill that carries us much further than through kind of the minutia of, uh, of daily training, right? If you look at the big picture, those softer skills are where a lot of successful athletes really shine is because they have the ability to, to be adaptable, uh, and, and make decisions in real time, um, based on the feedback they're getting, despite any expectations they, they had. It doesn't mean that they're not upset. Maybe if things don't go as planned or, um, that they don't feel disappointed, but they're able to navigate around those, or certainly the hope is that we can navigate around those. So it doesn't drag us down, uh, too, too far. Um, so 
Thanks for tuning in for another uh, mini-sode. Uh, we'll be back, as always, uh, every other Tuesday with new episodes of the podcast. Um, for anything that we talk about on Endurance Minded, you can check out thomasendurancecoaching.com. Um, as always, tons of great stuff on the blog. The coaches are putting out lots of content. We're doing lots of cool stuff on Instagram. Um, you can search for Thomas Endurance Coaching there. Um, thanks for checking, uh, checking us out, tuning in, and I'll see you next time on Endurance Minded.